boys and girls I'm your substitute teacher mr. Tinman and our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up so we're gonna go around the room you over there with the afro puffs what do you want to be when you grow up um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer those are some pretty good professions and you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Oh, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with a tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you, back there with the bus saw dreads. What would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. I T. Go! And welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. <coughs> oh, I'm your host, the one and only talent, Omar Taylor. It is another beautiful day down here in South Florida. Listen, it's October 2nd. I don't know if you know what that means in the sports world, but we're going to tell you because we, oh, we got a lot to talk about. I'm telling you, listen, 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 listen. It's like 88 degrees still down here in South Florida. We got a breeze, but we still feeling the heat. Like, like, there's more quarterbacks that are down in the NFL. We got a Love Jones that is continuing in New York. We got the NBA Finals. Should I continue? There's big things going on in Cali. We got the perfect call. We got Major League Baseball. And oh, oh my God. Oh, somebody passed me a tissue. I need to clean my pants. Basketball is back. But you know what I say. You know what I say. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. My T Sports. Woo! I know you felt that. Back at it like a sports fanatic. I'm sweating over here. And we just got through the intro, folks. It's one of them days. It's one of them days. Oh, it's just one of them days that a fan goes through when I'm happy inside. Go drop hot takes on you. Woo! It's one of those days. So. I'm not gonna keep you waiting. I'm not gonna keep you waiting. First of all, first of all, first things first. There 
We got a new candidate, folks. There was a there was a perfect call made in the NFL today. As 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 we may call it, the perfect call was actually made in, in, in the NFL today. And folks, you, you've you've heard us give out this award throughout the year. You you've you've heard us give out this award throughout the years, that is. You've heard us give out this award this year. We even had the face of this award, right? Or the originator, the person that this award was technically started because of, right? We had that person. We even had the guy that made that award popular this year. But folks, when I tell you that we have overlooked not only the player, but the piece of poop president. Oh, I don't know how we missed it, but yes, folks, we have missed it. So, without any further ado, right, 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 right? I want to make sure that you guys know that while Odell Beckham founded this award, while Antonio Brown, you know, turned it from a hotline to a hot song. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. There has been a man throughout the years that has been a habitual line stepper. There has been a man throughout the years that he made what Odell Beckham did to Josh Norman. Let's never forget that, folks. Let's never forget. Let's never forget. Let's never forget. Let's never forget. While Antonio Brown's actions, not on the field so much, but his actions as a man and his character, may have made that award kind of popular. made it hot, made it a hot topic, made it one of those too, too, too hot for TV's kind of moments. Let's make one thing clear. That this one, this award, cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want to put him in the bench. Cause he's a piece of food. The you filthy animal. The piece of outstanding poop award. Of all time. Since the new rules of the NFL letters. Has been and gone to Vontez Burfitt. He is not only the president of this award. He is the player and the president. He is not, a, he is not only a habitual line step and a repeat offender. He's the guy, basically, that you know that gets out and goes right back in for the same shit. That's Vontez Burfick. And the bad thing about it, you know what? We barely even know who Vontez Burfick injured. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? We barely even know who Vontez Burfick injured. Sorry, my man, who got injured by Vontez Burfitt. Or got hit by Vontez Burfitt because it came out that the guy wasn't, it wasn't injured. But Vontez Burfitt um, keeps doing these things, these dirty things. He launched with his helmet this time. Caught a guy. Granted, he was coming up. But he caught him in a way that he you know, launched himself, helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact, then blew kisses at the fan as he gets ejected. Vontez Burfitt tackles Cam Newton, twists his ankle. 
Vantes Burfik. We mentioned Vantes Burfik actually on this show already while talking about Antonio Brown. Because Vantes Burfik is the reason why Antonio, why I was wondering why does Antonio Brown have so much faith in the helmet that he had when it didn't help him go to sleep or not go to sleep when he was hit by Vantes Burfik. So, when I give out this award, and I let you guys know that, you know what, Tony, like that the reason like we started giving out this award because of the likes of Odell Beckham, this award continues to be popular because of guys like Antonio Brown. Just let this know that the face of this award. It's the smiling face as Vontez Burfick as he waves to the fans. He gets ejected from another game for hitting somebody else. And what did they, what was his punishment this time? Oh, man. Like I said, not only was this the perfect call, this was the perfect call. Because nobody else is getting this punishment. You realize this. Vontez Burfick has officially been suspended for the whole entire season. Yes, shitting on that nigga. That's it. He's done. Finished. Finito. And he might as well just say that he's done for the year, for his career. Because who's going to gonna sign Vontez Burfick at this point in time? His constituents and co-workers barely want him, want, barely want him to be playing. They realize that he's causing dudes their livelihood. Past players that can share the emotions of current players. Because, you know, current players can't share this. And can fully talk freely themselves. That are only maybe two, three years removed. A year removed. Sip, sip. Sip, sip. It's Red Stripe today. Let's see if I get a sponsorship through, though. We're going to see how that work. Red Stripe! Everything airy. <laughs> but... <clears throat> Vantes Burfick is literally out here causing dudes their livelihood. And that can't continue to happen. That's the reason why the NFL has, has, has suspended him for the rest of the year. Ten games, basically. The remainder of the season, whatever game, how many games? 13 games. 14 games, 15 games. No playoffs games either. He's suspended for the season from all football-related activity. As long as, long as it, can, it, 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 it means him, this team, or any team in, and on the field. This year, he is done. And you can't blame them. You really can't blame them. Vontaze Burfick, like I said, this is the perfect call. Everybody else that puts that that puts that hit on, on that guy, they probably do get suspended. They probably, they actually, they probably just get a get a get a flag on the field at that point in time. They may get a fine from New York, but when you read the resume of Vontaze Burfick, the helmet to helmets, the shoulder to helmets, the twisting of the ankle, the different things that he has done. Listen, Dominican Sue isn't too far off. Don't, don't get this twisted either. And Dominican Sue isn't too far off from being from, from, from being an award winner. I'm pretty sure he damn he is, or he should be. At least that one time when he stepped on that guy and, and called himself stepping backwards. I think we gave him that award that, that time, didn't we? I think I think I think he won that award that year. Vontez Burfick hitting that guy is the reason why Vontez Burfick got suspended for a whole year. Because 
it is Vontez Burfick. And they've consistently and continuously had to talk to him, had to counsel him, tried to get this guy on the right page so he can stop losing money, so he can stop being fine, so he can stop missing games, so he can stop injuring players and costing them their livelihood. Vontez Burfick, like, I I'm sorry, Vontez. Like, I'm a guy that grew up loving Lawrence Taylor. I'm a guy that loves me some Ray Lewis. I'm a guy that enjoys the violent hitters of the game. Vontez Burfick isn't a violent hitter of the game. He's just a piece of scum of the game. He's a dirty player. He isn't hitting people violently. Like, he's just trying to be violent. He is actually literally out there causing crimes now against his own brethren. And for that reason, it was the perfect call to get Vontez perfect out of the league. But, just remember, that's just one game in this week. In a week where, if you listen to my picks this week, then you're probably cussing me out. Because we had a rough week. We had a rough week. But there was some really good performances out there. Like, what a performance. What a performance. There was some really good performances out there. You guys ready for it? You guys ready for it? Five times. Five times. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. You know what time it is? It's top five time. Because, you know, I'm not going to talk about everybody's performances. We're only going to talk about the winners. So, at least this way, even if you had a losing effort, if you were top five, you're going to get an honorable mention. You know what this is? You, you know what really this is? You know really, 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 really what this is? This, my friend, is the equivalent to a participation award. Yep, I'm sorry. I said it. I'm not gonna lie, top five. Like, cause once again, if, if I'm not gonna mention any any players, right, that did well in a loss, right? Ain't no hundred yard gainers, right? No three hundred and fifty guys. No hundred yard rushes. No, no, no. If I'm not talking about any of them, then yeah, the top five here. The top five here is an opportunity for them to get that out of the way. So, yeah. You can basically call the top five that I like to do my equivalent of. That's it. We're gonna see if I get flagged by, by YouTube again. For now, I'm just gonna stop doing this on YouTube. Only time you can get YouTube is when you actually can see my mug. So, top five Jerry Goff, quarterbacks, all of them, out of all of them. Puts a 517 yards, quarterback, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Rams, sorry. <laughs> the, the, the man that they like to call the bad man, the bad, like he's the GOAT, you understand? Bad, the bad man, A-A-Ron, Rodgers, he puts up 422 yards. We get Matty Ice. 
down there in Atlanta throwing up 397 yards. We're going to see if they were able to pull up a W finally. They're 0-3. You know that's that, right? Were they 0-3? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Was I speaking recklessly? Was I speaking recklessly? Was I speaking recklessly? No, I think they have one win. They're one and two. <clears throat> we got Jameis Winston. Yup, we got turnover chain Winston. Doing a 385 yards. I wonder how many interceptions he threw with that. We're going to talk about that. Baker Mayfield, the young gunner, throwing up 342. Told you. It's the only time you get mentioned. You understand? Because Baker Mayfield generally wouldn't even get mentioned here. He shouldn't have gotten mentioned here, to be honest with you. But he was top five. The top five kind of gets that. For your runners. For your runners. For your guys that's able to take that ball, you know what I mean? And, and keep rushing. You see, because we ain't going to talk about the guys that put up five yards or ten yards. 30 yards, 50 yards, 80 yards. No, 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 no. We don't want no one-minute man. 100 yards and better. And that's what we got here today. Running backs. Jack For the Jaguars, Leonard Fournette shows them I am not done. 225 yards. We get a full chub out of Nick Chubb out of Cleveland. He drops 165 of them the hard way. Then we get 125 from Detroit's running back, Kerryon Johnson. Frank Gore shows Father Tom you can't catch me. And apparently neither could the opponents as he's dropped 109 for Buffalo. And Chris Carson out of Seattle. He goes ahead and flies in for 104 yards. And oh yeah, we had we had we had some we had we had some guys that, that was able to Cause we ain't gonna finish once. We ain't gonna finish twice. We ain't gonna go three times. We ain't gonna go four times. How many times we gonna go Booker? And that's only because Missy told us she don't want no one minute man. So you got if I give you if I give you thirty seconds if I give you five times thirty seconds, then you get two and a half. No minute man there. <laughs> Joke man, I'm back. So through the air. The bad man, I told you, Aaron Rodgers put a 422. Well, you know what? Somebody had to catch all these balls. And he had the number one receiver of them all. Devontae Adams for Green Bay. Had 180 yards through the sky. Oh, over there in, in Tampa Bay. As we told Jameis Winston had 385. Well, guess what? He also had a receiver that put up some reasonable numbers. 172 for Chris Godwin. Then we had Jarvis Landry as his quarterback. Once again, you see the combination here? His quarterback put up 342. Jarvis Landry catches 167 of those yards a little shy of half just by about 10 yards folks if my math is right if my math is right if my math is right actually no a little more than half then we also get we also get sorry a little less than half i, I wasn't tripping i was looking at chris godwin's numbers for a second then we get Robin, we get Robert Woods from the from the LA Rams. Right? Told you Jared Goff had 517, right? Pay attention to what I told you. Jared Goff had 517. His receiver put up the fourth most yards. In Robert Woods. 164 yards. We did get one tight end break in here. And that was Austin, Austin Hooper. From Atlanta. We told you Matt Ryan was in there, right? So, so far, we've covered Jared Goff. We've covered we carried Aaron Rodgers. We covered Matt Ryan. We covered Javis Minster. And we covered Baker Mayfield. Realize every single one of those quarterbacks that had a top five performance also had a wide receiver that had a top five performance. 
You're welcome. Fantasy tips. Not winning tips, just the tips. Remember that. Then we get, then, also, the fifth wide receiver. Right? Right, right? Because we're still top five here. We have enough Titans to talk about. We, 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 we gave this Titan an auto mention because he broke top five in receiving yards. But the fifth wide receiver in this category, L.A. Rams again, wide receiver, Cooper Cup. So, L.A. Rams put up quarterback Jared Goff had 517 yards. His receiver, Robert Woods, 164. His other receiver, Cooper Cup, 121. That is a combined 288 yards of the 517 that Jared Goff passed for. That's just the top five. Oh, yeah, it was a busy day. It was a busy day. We're going to talk. Listen, we're going to get into these games in just a minute. We're going to get into these games in just a minute. Let me ease into there. Let me slide in there today. Missy said she didn't want a one-minute man, so don't rush me here. Don't rush me here, okay? We're going to do this all night. So I'm going to need to buckle in and get your freak on. <clears throat> we had four quarterbacks this week that went over 350 yards. I already told you who they were. Golf, Rodgers, Ryan, and Winston. We had six running backs that, that produced over 100 yards, and we had seven wide receivers that go over 100 yards and only one tight end. And the reason why I bring this up because this is a big, big drop-off from what we had, what was this, week one? Do you remember how it was week one? Oh, if you don't remember, don't worry, I'll tell you. Come along and ride on my fantastic voyage back into time. There were six quarterbacks that had 350 yards week one. Now we're talking about four. And listen, granted, we don't have a couple of slingers out there, right? No Cam Newton. No Sam Darnold. No Drew Brees. I joke a little. Not about Drew Brees, but about Sam Donald and Cam Newton. You understand? So there are some guys out there that aren't there anymore that's putting up that could possibly have add, added to that. But that doesn't stop the numbers of wide receiver, does it? Or running back, does it? Because while the running back number kind of stays the same, it was it was five in week one, six in six in six in week four now. See, that's kind of the norm. That's kind of the average. We can we can deal with that, right? That sounds normal. That looks about average to us. But we had 19 wide receivers over 100 yards in the first week. Three tight ends. That was 22. That was 22 individuals that from receiving yards alone had over 100 yards. This week, just eight. A third of that. Easy. No, my number's a little off. You understand? We go from 22 down to 8. Seven wide receivers. From 19 wide receivers down to 7. From three tight ends down to 1. That's literally a third in each category. Damn near. Give or take a few. Or two. So. I think I'm going to take a little break here. It's been enough time. Has it been enough time? Nah, it ain't been enough time. I hope you guys have been paying attention because we are going to take a break here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about week four. Go through that once again. If you followed my picks, ah, bendito. At least you ain't a. Like Vantes. Perfect. But 
Yeah, things ain't looking to you, ain't looking too good for you. We had a really rough week. But you know what? Your week doesn't have to end rough. Go get your party on. And there's only one good way to prepare for a good party. And that's at Party City. Go to PartyCity.com. Shop now. Enter the promo code 20. That's 2-0 off ship. AF. Like as fuck. Oh, 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 oh. I guess I, I, I should have reserved that one for a I'm different dirty. time. Okay, let, let's give you it for real, right? So that's 20. That's 2-0 off O-F-F ship S-H-I-P-A-F like alpha f or and free and then in the number 2. So 20 off shipping and uh, 20 off ship AF2. Basically what that stands for is that if you go to Party City right now, you're going to get 20% off ship off your order. Plus you're going to get free shipping on any orders over $30. So that's 20% off and free shipping. So that's what that promo code is all about. Two zero off ship AF2. And folks, act quickly. There's only three days remaining. This sale ends October 5th. Listen, get to the website, mightysports.net, if you want to. Just click on the link. Make it real easy. And it'll, and it'll take you right to it. You can start your shopping. And go get your freak on. And prepare not only for the party this weekend, prepare for Halloween coming up. You ain't get that costume yet. Party City is a great place to go get a good Halloween costume. Party City is the place where you not only go to prepare for the party, it's the place where the party starts. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360s, and yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's Nintendo systems and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Talon Throw My Taylor. And if you're listening to me, that means you ain't got shit else better to do. No, that means I appreciate the love. But that means you're listening to me at one of the many places that you can find the podcast. That don't forget the number one place to find the podcast is directly on the website at mytsports.net. That's mytsports.net. But don't want to go to the website. 
because you just want to go to one of the places where you always listen to your podcast at anyway, then go there. It's the Mighty Sports Podcast. Go find it. It's on iTunes. It's on, it's on Podbean. It's on Google Play. It's on Spotify. Where, where else we at, Make Give me some help. I'm on YouTube and they don't block my shit. You understand? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. We're on, did I mention Podbean already? Well, you get the point. Go find it. It's there. The Mighty Sports Podcast. But I do appreciate the love, and that's ultimately what I'm trying to say here. I ultimately appreciate the love that you are giving me by listening to the podcast. So we're going to continue. We're going to continue as I continue to apologize to you guys for this horrific week that we had for week four. Because it was a rough week, and I know it was. We went seven and nine, folks. So while I have maintained this winning record for God knows how long, this week didn't produce it. But if you have followed me all year long and been listening, then this week, while you may have lost money, you would have ultimately made money with my picks. Well, I ain't picking against the spread. I ain't picking against all this other stuff. I'm going straight up and down. I'm giving you winners. I'm giving you losers. I'm bringing you dubs. I'm bringing you L's. And that's it. If you need something else, then come on to the podcast and offer it. Or leave me some comments down below. I got you alls. So, let's start getting into week four. I'm telling you, week four was a rough week for us but good thing that even when it rains we can stay super duper fly listen first game that we had philly versus green bay we were wrong philly cut the cheese in green bay came away with a 34 27 victory second game though we, we recovered a little bit as the as as the football jones continues with daniel jones in new york as the Giants stand up against Washington, who stink, by the way. And they come away with their second victory, not only of the season, not only of the season, but behind their rookie quarterback, Danielle Love Jones. I don't care what everybody else is going to call him. You know the Mighty Sports Podcast doesn't care what the, what the general population calls somebody. We give them our own names here. Because, you know, in the Mighty Sports Podcast, we ain't like everybody else. Here, here, everything is. I.T. Don't forget that. Giants get carved up for another L. I'm talking about 100% chop suey. 30 to 10 in another loss. We were right there. As the Miami Dolphins are on record pace now, they continue their record pace as they have officially given up a, a record-breaking total of 164 points through four games, folks. That is an average for you folks that can't do quick math. I got you. This is the reason why your boy is here because I got you. It's 41. It's an average of 41 points per game. Now, me, I was looking for 50 through 3, but 40 through 4, 40 through 4, the 444 four, four does not sound so bad right now. Next game, we were wrong. As the Colts fired off blanks and lose against the Raiders, 31-24. Next game, we were wrong. No, no Superman in Carolina. 
no cam, no problem. As Kyle, as I'm gonna officially start calling him Nightwing Allen. I know that isn't I know that isn't Superman sidekick, or but you name me Superman sidekick. So there you go. I didn't wanna call him Kyle Superboy. <laughs> Allen? Is that a better name for him, Cal Superboy Allen? Because even without Cam Newton there, they have found ways to win. And this has been a trend now through the NFL. Without the starting quarterback in New Orleans. Without the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. Without the starting quarterback now in Carolina. You see all of these guys stepping into their, all of these backup quarterbacks stepping into their roles and winning games. Because they've been there for a while, they kind of know the system. They were given a chance, unlike Cam. I don't, but I mean, I like Cap, but I don't think Cap even really wants to be in the NFL anymore. Actually, I don't even want to see him in the NFL anymore. That's what I remember. I still don't believe that he was even that good when he left the NFL, but he was still better than half of these bums. So, Kyle Nightwing Allen helps lead them to a very close 16-10 victory, as we were wrong on that play as well. Now, the one thing that we can guarantee on so far is that the Kansas City is going to keep racking up W's like they will open up a Wendy's franchise. And, folks, I'm telling you, while they may have came out with W, it wasn't pretty as the Chiefs skimmed one off the top and escaped with a victory over Detroit to approve to a 4-0 record with a 34-30 victory within a game that had touchdowns called back that had 99-yard Touchback, kickback, returns. You understand? It had interceptions. It had fumbles. It had lions. It had tigers. And all, I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, I guess it didn't have lions, cause they took the L. The New England Patriots knocked out the Bills from the undefeated pool. As the Bills quarterback Josh Allen actually cheddar bobbed himself. And actually didn't even need New England's help to be knocked out, that is. As he is rushing, trying to get extra yards. He lowers his hand, head to apply the boom. And instead, nope, it wasn't meant to be. Danger zone. He knocks himself out. He's out the game. And... Even with Josh Allen out the game, the New England Patriots only needed 16 points to beat the, 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 the Buffalo Bills 16-10. Buffalo Bills dropped to 3-1. and one. We're going to see if they can find themselves back in the win column. Oh, if, if their quarterback even is able to make it back, that is. Yo, 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 you know what I want. Thank you. Yeah, we feeling her today. Because... Next up, another game that we were wrong on, as we had the we had we had the duel of the young quarterbacks, Cleveland versus Baltimore. You guys already kind of should know who I picked here, and who I kind of love here, and who I don't, and who I don't really have love for. Cause the, but the Browns did bring the funk, and they grounded the Ravens. As they go, not soft, not semi, but Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb, that is. As they came away with a victory. 
40 to 25 ish if you guys didn't realize it this is the first time this whole entire week i'm finally able to talk about somebody that even produced over 100 yards or 350 passing i know i should have mentioned our boy uh, <laughs> i know i should have just mentioned our boy patrick mahomes for gp but he didn't meet the criterias and i didn't want to show favoritism but with the New England, with the Cleveland Browns, yes, folks, they went full yeah. Chubb all over the Baltimore Ravens. Nick Chubb ran 20 times, put up 165 yards, three touchdowns, and he was joined by his catching mate. We talked about him in the, in the, in the earlier segment when we talked about our top fives. It was Jarvis Landry in there with eight receptions, 167 yards. I told you this was a rough week. You're going to hear me say this a lot. In the next game, I was wrong. <laughs> As the Atlanta Falcons are proven to not really be the guys that we thought that they were. I mean, yeah, yeah, their quarterback did a job, but that wasn't what was going to win the game. What won the game was, was the Tennessee's running back, Derrick Henry stomping 100 yards on them, even to just skim into being mentioned in this week's highlights. We got highlights? I guess we got highlights. Next game, we were wrong. As turnover chain Jameis Winston went into L.A. and bucked down the Rams. As he threw for 385 yards. His wide receiver, Chris, oh my Godwin, had caught for 172 yards. Oh my Godwin, it's starting to become a staple in this show. As Jameis turnover chains Winston is in a is in a is in a is in a contract year. So the fact that he's balling while it's kind of unexpected is not surprising. We know what Jameis Winston could do, and and, it's kind of, and and maybe this year he's more focused. Maybe he's taking less chances. Maybe he's taking just the right amount of chances. Maybe he's finally looking as. Maybe he's finally doing the stuff with his wide receivers that other people have been coming in there and doing with them. Because what do we keep talking about for Jameis Winston since starting from last year? That he had other people doing more with his wide receivers than him, and that wasn't just Fitz Magic coming in and making Mike Evans and, and, and Deshaun Jackson look good. But that's Deshaun Jackson being able to put up 50 yards in a game. Okay, I get a 50-yard receiving game every for every quarterback that he's plays for. Being able to put up a 100-yard receiving game for every quarterback he has played for, except for freaking James Turnover, James Winston. Fitzmagic comes in there, all of a sudden, Deshaun Jackson got like four, got four 100-yard games. He puts up 650-yard catches. Mike Evans looked like a stud. James Winston comes back. Wah, wah, wah. So pardon me if coming into this year, I didn't expect a little bit more of that from James Winston. But now you see him actually going to going deep down for his, for his guys. Mike Evans and them. Deshaun Jackson isn't there, but we do see him finding his other wide receiver, Chris. Oh, my God. Win. 
Oh my god! Win. So yes, 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 yes. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm a little surprised. Now we were right about Seattle going in and taking and taking the heads off of Arizona as they're running back. Chris Carson drops 104 yards on them. Seattle Seahawks improved to three and one. Arizona Cardinals dropped to o oh, three and one. Hey, can't win them all, and even the ones that you can't win, I guess you only draw. Arizona's, I mean, listen, Arizona has a rookie quarterback. You were a bad team last year. This, 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 they, they, they had the number one pick last year for a reason, and we're seeing even with a young, dynamic quarterback that was picked overall number one, he isn't quite helping improve his team yet past getting another number one pick so far this year. Which isn't what we normally say at these times. Four number one picks. At least not their first year. I want to say Jameis Winston didn't stink up the place his first year. Won some games. His team didn't qualify for the number one pick again this this time in the year. Marcus Mary, Marcus Mary wasn't was a number one pick. But even well, Andrew Luck, same thing. I don't think these guys were being punished that bad. Within four, the first four games. And, and the other quarterbacks has come over the last couple of years. Even the guy that's being punished in Miami now. Like, he's being punished now later. Like, like oh, my God. Like, his karma, like, when his karma hits and he comes back around. Like, either he's been a shitty person up, up until this point, And this is his karma coming back in his, in his NFL career. <laughs> or his karma's going to pay him back within, like, four or five years, finally. When somebody gives him another chance. He gets maybe Green Bay's head coach in with him. Green Bay's former head coach, that is. The one that should have been with the New York Jets. But, oh man. It's been rough for Kyler Murray. And I don't want to say... I told you so, but... Kyler Murray should play baseball. Back, now back to the reality. Or back to, or back to current time. Kyler Murray should have played baseball. Kyler Murray was being, was being offered guaranteed money in baseball. We talked about the kind of dough he was about to receive in baseball. Guaranteed dollars. Not only this year, but if he's as good or the athlete that they say he was, we're talking about when he would have hit his next level contract, you are talking about on the upwards of a quarter of a million dollars. Within the first four, seven years of guaranteed money. You understand he's going to play his whole NFL career and barely be able to bank a quarter million dollars. Especially if he plays this way. You should have went to baseball and you should have had a V8. Sip, 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 sip. This league's rushing leader helped his team come over with a 26-24 victory as Jacksonville beat Denver. Leonard Fournette dropped 225 yards, no touchdowns. And this is why it's so hard to pick him in fantasy. The next game, we were wrong as Maserati Mitch, as they like to call him, stalls out. And I don't know why. Sorry. I'm wrong here. <laughs> Maserati Mitch, he did he did stall out. And that's because he broke his goddamn collarbone. 
or did something to that nature as he got tackled. But Minnesota, we picked them to win. We were wrong. Chicago's defense pulled out another one. As that game was 6-16, to another ugly game. And once again, as we're going to talk about again, that defense had three forced fumbles, two recovered. That defense had five sacks. And that defense for Chicago is the reason, once again, once again, that they are winning any sort of games. They improved to three and one. Minnesota drops to two and two, which kind of explains the life of Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins or whoever is the current quarterback in Minnesota. One of these five hundred mediocre guys. I want to say it's Kirk Cousins. And folks, the surprising shocker as our Super Bowl favorite. Until his, the starting quarterback went down, that is. But if the backup quarterback could keep managing ways to figure out, or to win games, I should just say, then when the Saints come marching into your town the way they marched into Dallas and put the whole wall Nelly on the Dallas Cowboys' hot start, if they give the Cowboys their first loss, they're 3-1. and one. New Orleans improved to 3-1. and one. And we, I want to say that Teddy Bridgewater may be winning more games than we anticipated originally. And folks, to cap out the night, we were wrong. Again. I told you wrong. Not, this was a tough night. 7-9. Cincinnati and, his, and their red rocket, red rifle, whatever the hell you want to call them. Couldn't come away with the victory. They lose 3-27. to And folks, but you know what? You know what they say, right? As we was, so we had so many games wrong. That shooters gonna shoot. And you only miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So you know what we gonna do? You know what we gonna do? We gonna, we gonna keep burning this. Right? And we're going to keep making these picks. Because, listen, we have to have a short memory. Week five, week four is over. Week four is over. Oh, trust me, you had some fantasy people out there. You you had some fantasy burners out there. Do, do we have to get to the top five in fantasy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Quarterbacks, Jameis Winston, 29 points. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, 24 points. Lamar Jackson, 23 points. Marcus Mariota, 23 points. Matt Stafford for Detroit, 22 points. Running backs, we had Nick Full on Chubb. Drop 35 points. We had Philadelphia's Josh Jordan Howard give you 28. We had Leonard Fournette for the LA Rams give you 24. We had Austin Eckler for the LA Chargers drop 24. And we had Christian McCaffrey give you another 23. Then let's move on to the running backs, folks. We had Chris Godwin. Sorry, these are the wide receivers. We had Chris, oh my God, win. Gave you 29 fantasy football points. We had AJ 
Brown give you 21. De Devontae Adams for Green Bay give you 18. Cooper Cup give you another 18. And we had Kenny Galloway give you 18 as well. For that's a lot of 18. And let's move over to the tight ends a little bit as they made a little bit of noise as well. We saw Ricky Seals Jones put up 14 as Austin Hooper give you 13 for Atlanta. Jimmy Graham for Seattle or, at or wherever the hell he's playing at now. Green Bay, Seattle? Where the hell is Jimmy Graham play? But he gave you 12. It doesn't matter where Jimmy Graham pays. We also had Will Daisy drop 13. And Eric Ebron actually show a little bit of life in Indiana and give you 10 fantasy football points. Folks, that's the... Five time, five time, five time, five time, the mighty five time. fantasy football tips. Not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. Like I said, you wonder what, the, what was the tip there? Look for some of these guys. They're putting up numbers. Go, go see if any of them are available. I have a feeling that Chris, oh my God, when may be available in some leagues. Ladies, I'm talking to you. As ladies, I'm actually going to really be talking to you later. As we continue on, right? Week 5, let's start out biggest fantasy football tip. Make sure you don't have any players in for Detroit or for Miami. So I told you about a couple of Detroit players that balled out. Well, guess what? Those Detroit players that balled out, they ain't going to do nothing for you if they're in your lineup in week five because they have a bye. And if you, I don't know why you even would have anybody for Miami on your team, but if they do, or if you do, take them the fuck out. Not just off, off of the line, of the starting lineup this week. Take them off your team. You don't need them. You can't win with them. Why are they on your team? I just told you the Miami Dolphins are on record-breaking, losing pace of 164. Four points. Why? Why? Please, somebody, anybody, tell me why the fuck would you have any Miami Dolphins play on your team? That is team malpractice. You are setting your team up for an L. But let's talk about the W's that I'm predicting. Week 5, first games first, right? We have the LA Rams taking on the seat. Don't you let that drop on me. I'm telling you right now, you better have another burner ready for me because I'm coming back with nothing but W's. I'm going to bring hell on earth and I'm going to scorch everything. There we go. We had the LA Rams taking on visiting the Seattle Seahawks. And folks, we got Seattle taking on the W here. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going in to Carolina and facing Nightwing Allen. And I'm sorry, I don't think he's gonna have it this time. Because in this matchup, this is the matchup of the new quarterbacks, right? We 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 got we got Fu Man Shoe over there, right? Over in Jacksonville. And then we got and then we and then we got Nightwing Allen over here in Carolina. They're both replacing um, their starting quarterbacks, and they've both been looking pretty decent. But I'm gonna say that the defense of Jacksonville pulls out just a little bit more. They're gonna ride into Carolina and they may steal one. We already know what New England does this year. That's why I don't even have a drop for it because all they do is they cheat. They're fucking cheaters. Don't you ever forget it. But they pull out W's as well. 
And they're gonna pull one out against Washington because Washington fucking sucks. And if you have any New England Patriot player on your team, or if you don't have the New England Patriots defense by now, I would advise that you go pick them up because the Washington sucks. Next up, we have Buffalo taking on Tennessee, and Buffalo took one blemish already, and I'm got to figure that they're going to have to be told twice, so they're going to receive a second black eye on their record. They're going to fall to 3-2 and two when they go into Tennessee and take on the Titans. Oh, I'm going to say, I see Baltimore. Oh, I pull out my magic crystal ball, and I see Baltimore bouncing back from that embarrassing loss last week, and I see them going into Pittsburgh and not falling for that wildcat or whatever the fuck kind of offense it was. They were running this past week and I see Baltimore coming away with a nice little victory I have Arizona doing the unexpected I have Arizona pulling off the unbelievable I have Arizona living on a prayer because I have Arizona getting out of the danger zone and pulling off their first victory as I see the red rocket falling flat to earth and exploded in a big dud no fireworks out of cincinnati this week i see the young quarterback finally getting his first his first w but we're gonna have to see when he gets his second before i stop telling him you should have played baseball next up we have the at Atlanta Falcons flying into Houston. And folks, I told you there's something kind of wrong with Atlanta. Atlanta should have been the creme de la creme of this division with all of the teams that's falling down. But you can't stop those teams from winning that, are, that have lost their quarterbacks. But you can be responsible for your own actions because you know what? In Atlanta, this may be the place where players play, but everybody is an adult there. So you will be held accountable. You should be winning games. You should be winning this division. But instead, you're going to allow the young stud to come in there. Or, oh, I'm sorry. You're going to allow the young stud to hold home field. And I have Houston beating Atlanta. They're going to prove themselves to a nice little, what is this now? What is this? Give me the numbers. Somebody whispered it in my ear. What is going to be Houston's new record? What are they finally going to be? What, two and two is this going to be? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to improve to three and two. They're two and two right now. So Houston will improve to three and two. And I have Cincinnati and whatever the hell they're going on dropping to 0-4. Listen, they haven't won so far this year, and I don't plan on being the first person to say that they're going to win another game. I, I, I tried that last year, again, last week against a Pittsburgh team that I thought didn't have their shit together. Oh, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> you know. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> and just make all the pain go away. But next up, we have turnover change. Jameis Winston flying into New Orleans. And folks, I I I I have faith in the black quarterback here. Wait, they're both black quarterbacks. So let's go with the one that doesn't like to fuck up. Let's go to the one that doesn't like to steal crab legs. Let's go to the one that doesn't always like to. Oh wait, wait a minute. Let's go with the one that hasn't have the nickname turn of a chick, turn of a chick, turn of a chick, turn of a chick. I'm going with Steady Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, that water is still underneath the Bridgewater. And he will be steady. And I see him helping New Orleans get another W. 
and they and they and they're gonna help their team improve and keep them afloat of that division as they wait for Drew Brees to come back. And listen, when Drew Brees come back, listen, not only would they have not only would they have a winning record with their backup quarterback, but they'll still be in prime Super Bowl contending position. Oh, you heard it here first, 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 folks. Dropping, dropping takes like bombs over Baghdad, okay? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm a little moody today. So get over here. No, no, I don't want that one. Give me, give me something else. Give me something else. There we go. Because in Minnesota plans... I really, I really wanted something a little bit more lovey. I, I really wanted you to really try to touch those heartstrings, but you know what? It's okay. I'll take this. We have Minnesota flying into the flying into New York to go take on the Giants and their new love affair with their young quarterback Daniel Love Jones. And folks, that Love Jones that they have with him is just going to continue. I don't know what's going on with Minnesota. They play a little bit too timid. And I don't see Daniel Jones playing with any fucks to give. I have the New York Giants pulling off their third victory. And I see them salvaging a season that we thought that was completely washed. And while I don't think they have any kind of Super Bowl hopes or even playoff contentions. But just based off the way that their quarterback has been playing. This game, this week, this this week, this year is in a wash. Because I don't think they would have won these games with Eli. Or, or I'm gonna tell you this: I wouldn't have picked them to win these games with Eli. Because with Eli, the season would have been a wash. Whether he would have won these two games, these last two games, or whether not. It's like I don't believe that Daniel Jones is gonna make the playoffs. Let's say that Eli Manning wins every single game that Daniel Jones does this year. It still would have been a wash because you still would have would have not you still would have made the playoffs. You still would have had questions about Eli Manning, and you still would have had that young stud breathing behind his neck, and, and you'd have wondered, hey, when should we put in Daniel Love Jones? I see Chicago going into Oakland. And stealing their name because they're going to raid over them. All over. All oh, is going to be. It's going to be brutal. They're going to pounce all over the Raiders. Khalil Mack is going to say, you going to cut me? You 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 going to cut me? Out of all the people into you going to cut me? And then say that, oh, we can really use a guy like, you know what you are? John Gruden. How dare you? I see your quarterback being eaten up alive. You understand? Like, they're going to eat him up alive. We're talking about cereal on a Saturday morning in front of the morning, in front of cartoons. We're talking about running home after playing ball all day and, 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 and eating a sandwich that was already pre-made. We're talking about coming home from school when you're young and finding, finding chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Talking about the 80s here. Maybe the 90s. I don't know what year this was. I don't think it's happening like that now. We understand? We're talking about that kind of level of excitement. We're talking about coming down the stairs or running to the Christmas presents and tearing off the wrapper to get to your toy. That's how they that's how much they are gonna mangle their quarterback this year, this week. 
Oh, it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be pretty, but I'm gonna wanna watch every single second of it. Can't get enough. Don't stop till you get enough. I got my New York Jets taking another L. They're gonna lose the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are gonna fly high all over the New York Jets. The New York Jets don't have anything going on for them. The, the, the quarterback may come back this week, but they're on, but New York Jets are gonna take another L. They're gonna drop down to 0 and 4, and their quarterback still is recovering from mono. There you go, breaking fucking news. But we got Denver and Joe Flacco. Going on to take on Phillips. <laughs> Let us back this up. I don't pull out because I will fill you up like a river. Phillip Rivers and his 22 kids. <laughs> I see them take. I see them holding on that home that home fort and coming over a victory against the Denver Broncos and Joe Fluco. Then, in another odd turn of events that isn't gonna wanna be heard, because I see one team partying and another team calling bullshit, and I see the Green Bay Packers come away with another victory and improving on another good record. Right? Their defense is looking pretty solid. The Dallas Cowboys, they look good. But we've seen already this year now that, that there's a way to stop them. And, and and a good defense orchestrated in the right way can, can put the clamps on them. And I see Green Bay going into the Big D. And pause and taking it all and making Swiss cheese out of Dallas. Indianapolis Colts don't have a chance against Kansas City. I'm sorry. Things may look pretty for a while, but I see the Kansas City Chiefs can go into another, start another hot start with another victory. This is going to be 5-0. and And then I have, I have, oh man, you guys know what I have? We have the Monday night game. And the Monday night game brings us two of the quarterbacks that, we, we like to toy around with a little bit on this show, right? We have the pastry chef Baker Mayfield and the old dirty Browns with their old dirty baller, Odell Beckham Jr. Going on to take on the San Francisco... <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers... The defense led by. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're gonna get. And an offense led by. In case you don't get it, right? So we have the. Whole dirty Browns. Cleveland Browns, that is. Baker Mayfield, pastry chef, old dirty player, Baker Mayfield, taking on Richard Sherman. Oh, man, I'm going to like that matchup. But Richard, oh, I will snatch your, no, sorry, don't snatch your chain, Richard Sherman, but I will snatch your heart, Richard Sherman, in the most intellectual way possible. With their porn star, the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, I give porn stars Jimmy Garoppolo. 
And I have the San Francisco 49ers pulling out that W. San Francisco 49ers have look have gone a little overlooked. I think they're they're two and one right now. But look for them to approve the three and one. The Cleveland Browns, why I haven't picked them a lot this year, like they have found a way to at least be five hundred. And if you're a Cleveland Brown, that's impressive. That's very impressive. Whoa, oh my God. Like, so impressive that I can't even continue right now. Like, so impressive, we're going to have to take a break. They didn't join this team to win championships or become the Browns. Famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. And we are back to the My Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only talent Omar Till. I know it may sound like I'm busted by the rhyme, but you know what? I don't really get that kind of time. Plus, I'm not a rapper. I'm a podcaster, for Christ's sake. What kind of person do you take me for over here? I appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you're listening to it, do I have to go over it again? MightySports.net, on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Podbean, on CastBox, on Mixelaw, on Facebook, on YouTube. Who the party don't stop, but those are all the places that you can catch the podcast at. And don't forget about the party don't stop it. Don't forget to go to Party City. Oh, let's go on my website, MightySports.net, right? Click on, the, click on the Party City banner that you're going to see right there in the page. Right, when you're done with your shopping... Just put in this little promo code, twenty two zero. That is off. Ship S H I P A F like Alpha Fox, the number two. Put that, put that in, and save yourself twenty percent off your shipping, twenty percent off your order. I should say. I know you got a party to tend to. This is party season. It's Halloween around the corner. We got Thanksgiving coming up. We got Christmas coming up. We got New Year. This is this is party season. Man, this isn't just party city. This is where the party starts. So go there. Start shopping. Save 20% off your order and get free shipping. Get all the stuff that you wanted anyway. Party city, B. Dot com. <laughs> so we're, we're done. We're 100% done. Everything football, right? I, I've told you all I can tell you about football, which is good. Which is good because, oh, I don't know it's happening again. Oh, 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 it's happening again. Oh, my God. I need another tissue. Basketball is back. I don't, I don't know if you've heard me, but... Basketball is back. 
that's not even the thing that we're gonna talk about the most that ain't even the most important thing that's happened so as we drop one hour and we move on to the next hour and we give you what you really want first of all first of all first things first there are big things happening in cali oh yeah you know ain't a lot of time that i'm going going back back to cali me being a brooklyn head that i am but i'm gonna tell you right now that the california governing gavin newsom is over there saying to the ncaa we about to shut them down he signs a bill or let's just say whatever the hell you want to call it law bill that allow players to start benefiting from their likeness. He signs what's called the Fair Pay to Play Act. And says that all student athletes can make money off their likeness. Now, this doesn't take place until like 2023 for the state of California. But this is a good, you know what? Your move, NCAA, your move, the remainder of the country, your move, all you other big schools with top recruits, your move. Let's see how many of you want to be on the right side of history, and let's see how many of you are just greedy, hungry, money-sucking, that only care about your dollar and don't want to see people fairly make money off of their own likeness, while you make money off of their likeness. I'm sorry, but you tell me where the hell that shit sounds right. Danger zone. Oh, big facts, because you know we about to go off on them, right? Because the guy, like, and, 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 and let's and let's give some let's give some respect where respect is due, right? Because while we may not talk about the stuff that he does on the court too often, right? We will give him the shout outs for the stuff that he does off the court when it does matter. He did some sticks, he did something for the school of Ohio, you know what I mean? For um before he left, before he left that state and went to go play in LA and, and pursue bigger and better dreams and things and opportunities and just a better real estate and space. But LeBron James also had the governor sign this on his show called The Shop or whatever the hell it's called that he tried to have patent pending or whatever. You know what I mean? He's trying, he trying to patent everything. Like, why don't you come up with an original first and then patent it? <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Let me see if I can patent that. The Shop. Let me see if I can patent that. Like, stop it right now. Stop it right now. If you was gonna patent anything, you should have patented the phrase, I'm gonna take my talents. You should have you should have you should have patented the phrase not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, just two. That's what you should have patented. But see? <laughs> this is how you know the hate is strong. But LeBron James has the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, signed the pay to play act that's gonna allow players to not get paid from the school for playing basketball, football, whatever sport they play. Tennis, hockey, badminton, chess, swimming. It allows players to get paid for their likeness. So you know what that means? 
if if EA Sports drop drops another Madden game, NCAA Madden game, right? Or EA Sports drops another NCAA game, then all these all these players in California can get a little check from from EA because they use their likeness. When they go down to the car dealership, because the car dealership wants to utilize some of these local athletes to try to help boost sales, even though it may not work or it may, maybe some players want to, maybe you'll have a popular player, semi-popular player, and have an opportunity to go down there and, get, and take some autographs and pay people $20 per autograph and sign a thousand autographs that day, a hundred autographs that day, and make some money for yourself. To get through college. Because that's ultimately what you went there for. You're going to college as well. And you have no money to get through college. Everybody gets the opportunity to make money. You understand that? Because they don't even get opportunity to work. So we're just about make we're just talking about to make money. The opportunity to make money. Because college athletes don't get the opportunity to make money because of the man that is put onto them for the sport that they play. It is damn near. It is damn near prohibited. You know what I want to stop seeing? I want to stop seeing play, players sign a letter of content. Because that's where you that's where you sign off all your rights at. See, that's maybe the biggest problem. But you know what? This is a good start. The school can keep all the money for your likeness that they make, whatever, from television this down the third. You don't have to share that with any of the players. But it's allowed the players to at least go pursue money for their likeness. But you know that some of the other Pandora stuff. It allows also players to sue the schools, believe it or not, if they want to. See, you see the Pandora box, like I see? This is how I think. It allows players to start saying, well, you know, we're trying to get money off our likeness. You're getting money off our likeness. I'm going to start suing you for money for my likeness. And what they're going to start saying, like, listen, don't come down this road. You signed a letter of content. You signed, you signed over the right to your likeness when it comes to school-related activity. And maybe that's where they're going to start catching them in the verbiage. Right? When it comes to school-related activity... Right, you signed over that likeness NCAA rules. Well, you know what? People can start saying, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to school here. I don't have to sign your letter of contempt. But I'm going to try out normally for your, for your school. And you can tell me if I deserve a scholarship or if I'm good enough. But I'm here for, for, I'm here for school. I'm going to try out for basketball. And then you tell me if I still have to sign a letter of contempt. Or if all these other rules still apply to me. Because I believe that... That happens only when you sign that letter of content. That you're signing over all of your rights. And if players don't do that, then what does the NCAA have to hold over them? And NCAA is barking back. Let's not get it twisted. The NCAA is, is barking back, right? They over there, they're over there trying to slam down the trying to slam the bell down, trying to make it go away. They over there barking, like, well, you know, he's going to open the box, you know, and the players, and, and, and you know, the money, and, 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 and it's going to do the break there, and tell them, and we don't know if we can include them in the, that's basically how they sound. They're going to stop them from winning championships, not let them participate in bowl games. They're going to find them, but I'm sorry, half of these bowl games are self-funded anyway, the Capital One Bowl, the this bowl, the that bowl. Untie it from, untie it from the NCAA. The school owns the half, owns half of these stadiums. The other ones that the schools don't, then, then, you, then you got it rented for Capital One so you can put a bowl game on there. Don't get it twisted. And like I said, you've also forced other schools and other cities to other states to, to follow suit because you know what? Nick Saban's not gonna want is not gonna want to lose his recruiting his recruiting edge to California. 
Coach Calipari's not going to want to lose his coach, his, his recruiting edge to California. The Miami Hurricanes are not going to. Miami Hurricanes, the Florida, Florida State Seminoles. Um, name any one of the Florida schools are not going to want to lose their recruiting edge to, to, to California. None of the North Carolina schools are going to want to lose their edge to California. None of the Alabama schools, the Georgia schools, the New York schools, the Virginia schools are going to want the Texas schools, the Oklahoma schools. They are not going to want to lose their edge to California. The Chicago schools are not going to want to lose their edge to California when it comes to recruiting. So California said, we're giving you four years, 2023 is when we're dropping this. And you know what? In Florida fashion, Florida said, hold my beer. We're going we're gonna to start dropping this too and we're going to make this as early as next year. So you know what's not gonna happen? New York is not gonna wanna lose their recruit. Their recruit. <laughs> Do I have to repeat this again? South Carolina, any of the Carolinas is not gonna wanna lose their recruiting edge. New York and South Carolina already the two the two next states have already put their um, put their name into that pool. So you already have now California, one of the biggest, most powerful states out there. You have New York, one of the biggest, most powerful states out there joining them. They're gonna put their one to twin powers together from east corners of the nation, and they're gonna behind this to make sure that fear for play act comes on everywhere. And also in the armpit stinkhole of America, Florida comes in and they joins us to say, listen, don't forget about us. Florida man puts in their bid. That's what's been happening in basketball. And I say basketball, this, this goes to quote sports. But this is how I've been in basketball to me. Because I thought about college basketball more than I thought about college football. Because you know what? You know what? College, while college football players are going to probably be the ones that benefit the most out of this. Because they're the ones that are there for two, three, four years. Basketball players are only there for one year. And they could come out. And that's about to go out the window. So this is really going to help maybe some of those players, you know, get by financially while they help their draft stock. But for the ones that don't, that don't have to go to college, this doesn't even benefit. This doesn't even touch you. Half of these, so some of these basketball players won't even affect. But this is really going to help all these, all, these, all these football players. But I told you, we're talking basketball. We're talking basketball. Because basketball is back. And basketball is back. And basketball is happening as we speak. Just like what's going on with the WNBA Finals, folks. In case you missed it, game one happened on Sunday, right? Game one, right? Folks, the Washington Mystics end up taking away game one behind an efficient, highly efficient, 8 for 13, 22 points, 10 rebounds from Elena Della Donis. Yeah, I call her the Donis now. I'm sorry. As she held, as we already gave you her resume last week, two-time MVP, six-time All-Star, the first one to be in the 50-40-90 club. Yeah, you understand, rookie of the year, scoring leader. Only thing missing is NBA championship and finals MVP. And with the performance that she put on in that first game, whew, man, she is definitely on pace. At least she looks like she was on pace. But she does have some help, and she had help. In the form of 21 points from Ariel Atkins, that is. Well, things wouldn't go so well for Ella Deladon, Elena Deladonis, and the Washington Mystics in Game 2. As the Donis went out injured with back spasms. 
she had zero points that game. She went out early. The Connecticut, which is just basically like saying Boston to me. The Connecticut Suns pulled out a 99-87 victory. As John Quill Jones dropped 32 points and 18 rebounds. Alyssa Thomas had 21 points and 12 rebounds. And later, Eladon, who left the game injury, had to sit back and witness as Courtney Williams topped it off with another 22 points. As now, this is a tied series. 1-2-1. One, one. And I know Elena Deladonis. And we feel so sorry for you. Man down, sorry. Pimp down, pimp down. The mighty injury report. <laughs> pimp down. Ah. There was an MRI on Elena Deladonis, and she has a herniated disc in her back. That is causing the back spasms. Don't know if she's going to be available for game three or the remainder of the WNBA playoffs. Don't know if she'll get her first championship. Don't know if she'll win MVP. We don't even know if she'll be playing. But I'll be watching. Oh, I'll be watching. And I, that's because I told you guys already. I love basketball. Give me the rock. I don't care what kind of rock it is. I love that shit. Even the planet rock. Give me the I love basketball. So, game three that comes on on October 6th. At 3.30 on ABC, I'll be watching that Sunday, folks. Game 4, if there is a Game 4, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come on October 8th at 8 p.m. at ESPN2, I'll be watching. If we have a Game 5, which always oh, well, we are hopeful, Game 5, elimination, winner takes all. Oh, mama, hey, give me my cup because it's filled with gold and it makes me, and it makes me, and it means that I'm a winner. That happens on October 10th, 8 p.m. also on ESPN2. I'll be watching all of it, folks, because it is the WNBA Finals. And if you ain't watching it, then you know what? I understand. But you're missing out on a lot, B. <laughs> you're missing out on a whole lot. And I told you basketball was back. I told you basketball was back, and I'm telling you. Preseason basketball has started, folks. Like I, I don't know. I told you oh, this new schedule that happens. I, I, I know. I told. I, I told you this about back. That with the start of football season, I was excited more than anything because it meant that basketball was a month away. And here we go, folks. Week four into the NFL season, and we have preseason basketball also happening. 
Oh my God, my heart is palpitating. I can feel my chest try to, my heart try to come out of my chest. I'm telling you, I'm excited. And we're just talking about preseason, folks. We're just talking about preseason, folks. So I'm not going to hold you up. Yes, and listen, I'm not going to hold you up too bad. We're only going to talk about the three teams that matter. I'm not going to do a 305 to my city because that's what got flagged for YouTube last week. I'm going to leave it out this week. We're going to see what happens this time. I'm going to see what they had to say. Oh, negative Nancys. But we got the Knicks, folks. Woo! We got the Knicks. First game of the preseason going to happen on... Listen, preseason already happened. We, we, we got to see uh, Houston Rockets take on some Shanghai team. We saw them play an Asian team that didn't even play defense. Uh, James Harden. James, I have failed this city Harden, by the way, as I like to call him now. We're going to see if he does anything different with Russell Westbrook. Actually, we're we going to say a little thing. They may be my favorites. The West. But... We, but James Harden would end up having a triple-double in the first half of the game. He was trying that left-footed shot that he was talking about, that he showed the IG videos about. Like, like, he was basically trying to clown on these guys. But also, let me tell you something. The Asian team didn't play, or the Shanghai team didn't play defense. Like, they didn't play any transition defense. Anytime this shot was challenged, oh, there was a miss. Basically, the USA team is basically, USA team, the, the Houston team just, just ran on them. Yeah, they didn't stop. They took the rocket. They didn't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> and and that's how they get. But okay, but like I said, we got games though. We still got a whole bunch of games, and it's preseason here. It's preseason season. The New York Knicks first game is gonna be October seventh at Washington. Next game after that is four days later, October eleventh in Washington, as they have what they like to call a home and home. I call it a home and away. Cause I'm only care about my team. Next up, we have the Atlanta. We have the New York Knicks going into Atlanta on the 16th to take on the Hawks, and then they'll also. Sorry, my apologies. Just back that up. They'll be going into Washington the first game on October 7th, take on Washington. Then the next three games the New York Knicks have at home as Washington comes to visit on the 11th. The Atlanta Hawks come to visit on October 16th, and then they top it off with New Orleans Pelicans coming to visit on October 8th. And folks, that is show off day. That is the day that the NBA is trying to show off their preseason talent or their preseason showcase. Because, man, there's a lot of games going on that game, that day. We're talking about New York's young studs taking on New Orleans' young studs. We're talking about Miami taking on Houston that day. And we're also talking about Brooklyn taking on Toronto that game. That isn't Baco Winky Dink. That's, on, that's just on the 18th. That is the most games that is going to happen. Like, you understand? There are so many games that they want to take place on the 18th that Miami has a back-to-back. -back. Yes, Miami, the Miami Heat on October 8th, they, they, they have the San Antonio Spurs coming to visit. But then they fly on October on October 9th. There goes their first back-to-back -to, -back to go take on the Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets. And then they wait at, for about five days on October 14th. They wait for the Hawks to fly in as, as they take on the Hawks. Then they go and they fly to Orlando to go take on the Magic on October 17th. And then they come back home on October 18th to take on the Houston Rockets. That is a busy preseason schedule compared to what I just read you about the New York Knicks. And what I'm I'm going to read to you about the Brooklyn Nets, who on the 10th, they go and take on the L.A. Lakers. Then, on the 12th, the Lakers come and play them. And then, on the 18th, they take on Toronto. And then, on October 22nd, folks. <sighs> <laughs>
NIT! The NBA season starts on October 22nd and it's also my homeboy, my homegirls, my homegirls, and my homegirls birthday. So on October 22nd, while I'm celebrating the start of the NBA season, I'll be celebrating my homeboy Darnell's birthday. Happy birthday, bro. I'll be celebrating my homegirl Monica's birthday. Happy birthday, sis. I'll be celebrating Claudia's birthday. Happy birthday, Claudia. And I'll be celebrating the niece's birthday. Happy birthday, Jave. That's four in one day. Smoke weed every day. And on that day, we're going to have the New Orleans Pelicans fly into Toronto to take on the Toronto Raptors. And then we're also going to have, later on that day, for the season opening, the L.A. Lakers. They start off their year by kicking off what is probably going to be the most interesting rivalry this week, this year. As they go across the hall down the stairs, change the paint, cover the banners, and they go and take on the Clippers in their own building. Oh, I can't. Oh, sorry. It's happened again. Clean up on aisle eight. <laughs> 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 but folks, before we end, don't forget to check out check out Party City. Question: I keep telling you go check out Party City. Go to the website. Go click on the Party City banner. Right? Go do some, go do your shopping now. Start your Halloween shopping. We got a sale that's gonna end on October fifth, folks. October fifth, October fifth. That's three days from today. The sale is gonna end. Right, you get twenty percent off your shop, your, your your order, and plus you get free shipping. That's twenty percent off your order plus free shipping, and all you're gonna need is this little promo code. Don't forget, my T sent you right. The promo code is two zero O F F S, like Sam H I P as in Papa A F like Fox. The number two, put that in, and not only will you save twenty percent off your shipping. Off your order, you'll get free shipping. Party City has it all from your Halloween costumes to your Thanksgiving decorations to your Christmas decorations to your New Year's celebration decorations. Man, it's just, it's not just Party City, it's where the party starts. And don't forget, folks, as we end the show, yeah, I know it's been a long, it's been a long show. It ain't really that long. Well, we're going to end it with this. Don't forget, folks. October 26th. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I get a little ride-out music? Can, can, I, can I get a little ride-out music? Just, just a little bit? A little, a little, a little funk. Somebody, maybe, maybe somebody from Brooklyn, if you, if you, if you got it. I mean, if, if you don't, I get it. But if you got it, let me know. I want, I want a little Brooklyn music. You don't got it, do you? You know what? I get it. I get it. But don't forget, folks. October 26th, PPW presents to you Hollow Slam. Tickets are on sale now at TicketBud.com. The event is going to be take place at the CrossFit Squad. That's at 512 Avernia Street in West Palm Beach. 
October 26th, October 26th, October 26th, October 26th, October 26th, PPW presents Hollow Slam. Be there. PPW is a cut above the rest. And not to mention, you get to hear your boy, Tony Baritone Taylor, the Brooklyn Buzzsaw. Announce all of the matches. And I told you about the matches that already announced. There are going to be more matches announced. And guess what's going to happen next week? I'm going to be giving you those matches. But in the meantime, don't forget to check out nothing else on TV to catch all of the matches that I that that PPW has and that I announced for. Nothing else on TV tomorrow. Thursday, they will be dropping a new episode. Go catch it live at 8 o'clock. Nothing else on dot TV. Folks, that's been my show. Oh, that's been the show. That's been the show. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you taking the time out to even listen to me live every Wednesday at 8.07, hump day. 8.07 p.m., that is. Or listening to the re-ear. On the many different places that you can catch the podcast at, whether it's iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, I appreciate that. Remember what I say, remember what I say, because these are good times. These are always good times, and you got to make it good times. And don't let, and just remember, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for your today. Let's say that again. Let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Alan Thomas Taylor, and I am out of here. Yo! Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My tea? Sports.